This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome to Woven Stories. Ross has to stop that habit. He started by saying okay and go for it and it, things like that. It was a it? very quiet okay. No, everybody heard at it. At the beginning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning and welcome to the weekend of Mother's Day. But, oh. I, but actually my piece of news first is a real surprise. I started using a new toothbrush today. Great. Just in case you don't know, you're listening to Woven Stories. This is Ali Simpson, your local storyteller, and I'm joined by Ross on the uh, on the desk that on likes the, to talk about his toothbrush. On the chatterbox microphone. Chatter, chatter, chatter. Do you have a chatterbox in your family? Mm-hmm. My sisters used to say it was me. <laughs> but I tell you, in my family, it's Ross. Chatter, chatter, chatter. I might be the storyteller, but... Are you ready for a show all about family and mothers? All Mother's Day. Yep, yep. We thought we'd celebrate by having stories and songs all about loving each other, giving each other hugs and cuddles and being there for each other and feeling all nice and fuzzy-wuzzy and saying thank you to mums. So this whole show is dedicated to all of the mums and the aunties and the nanas and the grandmas and all of the women out there that have looked after you in your life so far and also your mums who have looked after them and it goes back and back and back and back. So this is a show all about how wonderful it is to have somebody that looks after you. And sometimes we call them mum and sometimes we call them nana or Grandma or Granny or Nanny, this is for them. Okay, you ready for the first ones? Now, do you know what? I used to love helping to give my granddaughter a bath when she was little because she liked it. And I have got nieces and nephews at at Little and they love the bath time too. And it's fun for everybody. So we thought we'd start off with the itty bitty beats. And here is a compilation of songs from their wonderful CD, which is Bath Time. So here we go. Soapy, soapy water Foaming all around ya Bubble, bubble bath time Splashing smiles and laughter Happiness surrounds ya Bubble, bubble bath time Fill the bath, we fill the bath, we fill the bath with fun. We fill the bath, we fill the bath, we fill the bath with bubbles. We fill the bath, we fill the bath, we fill the bath with toys. We fill the bath, we fill the bath, we fill the bath with me. 
fills the bath with water. I love bubbles. Bubbles. Has anyone seen my rubber ducky? <laughs> Look at all the water. Rubber duck. With water, fill it to the top. I hope it's full of bubbles that I can surely pop. Lots of running water, just like a rainy day, rising warm and steady till I can get in and play. It's full of bubbles that I can surely pop. Lots of running water, just like a rainy day. Rising warm and steady, till I can get in and play. Can we get in and play? Let's get in and play. <laughs> oh, there was a good song about baths. Do you like baths? I'm laughing at Ross. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh when I'm off here, should I? Okay, are you ready? Here is a next song, and it's from Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear likes to be nice and snuggly and cuddly, doesn't he? Well, here he is complaining a wee bit about a rumbly in my tumbly. Sweet, wasn't it? Do you know what else was sweet? This week, we had the children's, the New Zealand Children's Song Songs Awards, and dun, 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 one of our favourite songs won one of the best songs of the year award, and it was for Marley sitting on a pumpkin seed by C. Y. Stan. Stanley. And remember, yeah, Ross is clapping. Remember, we played that for you last year when he sent it to us all the way from America because that's where he lives. But he wrote it for his niece in Wanaka. So it's a very special song. And so we're going to play it for you right now. Are you ready? Here is Marley Sitting on a Pumpkin Seed by C.Y. Winstanley. Sitting on a pumpkin seat Listening to the sound of music Blow around like the leaves 
in the morning High above the dewdrop grass She sails away on a melody Tapping out the rhythm with the little E hands She hears the sound of the guitar She hears the sound of the drum She hears the sound of the double bass Plank, plank on the banjo All the fiddle and the bow A little strum on the mandolin Oh, Marley Sitting on a pumpkin seat Listening to the sound of music Blow around like leaves In the morning High above the two-drop grass She sails away on a melody Tapping out the rhythm with a little Well, up above the deep blue lakes, over the mountaintop She's up there sitting on a pumpkin seed, laughing and singing along She hears the sound of the guitar, she hears the sound of the drum She hears the sound of the double bass A plank plank on the banjo, all the fiddle and the bow Clunk, clunk on the gumber sand. Gumber sand. Oh, Molly, sitting on a pumpkin seat, listening to the sound of music blow around like leaves in the morning. High above the dewdrop grass, she sails away on a melody, tapping out the rhythm, clapping out the rhythm, tapping out the rhythm with a little wee That is such a great song. It's a brilliant song. I love that song. Okay, are you ready for our first story today? It is a very old story, but it's a goodie. And do you know what? There's a, there's a story for this, or a version, like a different kind of story, for this one in just about every single country and every single culture. And the, so- the story is called A Frog Prince, or The Frog Prince. But do you know how I tell old Scottish stories? Well, there's one called The Well at the End of the World. And that is all about a frog in a well. Um, and there's another one that has a fishy in a well. And in other countries, we've got a frog, we've got fish, we've got a bucket. But they're all really the frog prince kind of story. But here is a version that we've got on CD for you from, I think it's from America, this one. And it's the Frog Prince. Here we go. Once upon a time, in a faraway land, there lived a king, a very rich king. He owned more land than any king had ever owned before. And he lived in a palace that was ten times larger and twenty times more grand than any other palace in the world. Now this king had a beautiful daughter with long golden hair and eyes as blue as forget-me-nots. He loved her dearly and because he was so rich he was able to give her everything that she asked for. But of all the wonderful things her father had given her, her favourite toy was a small golden ball. She would play with this ball for hours at a time, tossing it into the air and catching it again. Now one day the princess went walking in the nearby woods. And as she went along, she played with the golden ball. Up into the air it flew and down into her hands, over and over again. 
But one time when she threw it up, it landed not in her outstretched hands, but fell instead into a deep, dark well. The princess ran to the edge of the well and peered down into the murky depths, but it was so dark and so deep that she soon realised her golden ball was lost forever. She sat down on the grass and began to cry bitterly. Don't cry, princess, croaked a voice, and she looked up to see a large frog sitting on the edge of the well. It was so big and so ugly that she couldn't help shivering a little, but the frog spoke again. What will you give me if I fetch your golden ball back from the bottom of the well? he asked. Oh, anything, anything at all, cried the princess. I'll give you my silver coins and gleaming jewels, as many as you wish. You may even have my golden crown. Oh, coins and jewels are worth nothing to me, croaked the frog. But if you will let me be your friend and companion, if you will let me eat from your own golden plate, drink from your own crystal goblet, and sleep on your own silken pillow, then I will dive to the bottom of the well and find your golden ball. Oh, I promise, cried the princess. If you will only get my ball back for me, I'll promise all those things. With a loud splash, the frog leapt into the well and disappeared under the dark water. A few minutes later, he returned, carrying the precious toy in his mouth and dropped it at her feet. With a cry of delight, the princess picked it up and without a word of thanks, sped off back to the palace. Wait for me, wait for me, croaked the frog, but the princess pretended not to hear him. Later that night, as she sat at dinner with her father in the big hall, surrounded by all the knights and ladies of the court, there was a knock on the door, and a voice called out, Princess! Oh, beautiful princess! Remember your promise and open the door! Whoever can that be? wondered the king. See who it is, my daughter. The princess went over to the door and opened it slowly. But when she saw the big, ugly frog sitting outside, she quickly slammed it shut again. Whatever is the matter, my dear? asked her father. Why, you've grown quite pale. What has frightened you? Oh, father, cried the princess. There is a big, horrible, ugly frog outside, and he's following me. Now come, be sensible, my dear, said the king. Why would a frog be following you? Well, it's like this, father princess explained. I lost my golden ball in the well and I promised the frog that if he got it back for me I would let him be my friend and eat from my plate and drink from my goblet and sleep on my pillow. So he followed me home. But I didn't mean it father. One of the servants must take him back to the well. Her father looked angry. If you made a promise my girl then you must keep it he said sternly. Open the door and let him in. The princess had no choice but to obey. In hopped the frog, hop, 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 over the marble floor and over the brightly coloured carpet, right up to the princess's chair. Lift me up onto the table, princess, he croaked, and the princess obeyed. Push your plate a little nearer, so that I may share your dinner as you promised. The princess did so 
and watched in horror as he gobbled up the food on her plate with his long, sticky tongue. Now I'm thirsty, croaked the frog. Hold your goblet to my mouth so that I may share your drink. As the king was still watching, the princess had no choice but to do as the frog commanded. He gulped down a little of the wine and then rolled his bulging eyes. I'm sleepy now, he croaked. You must carry me to your bed as you promised. The princess picked up the cold, clammy frog and carried him upstairs. Once inside her room, she put him down in a dark corner, hoping he would stay there. But no. Hop, hop, hop. Princess, let me rest on your silken pillow as you promised, he croaked. Oh, very well, cried the princess. She swallowed hard, then grasped hold of the ugly creature and sat him on her pillow. Suddenly, the horrible frog vanished, and in its place stood a tall, handsome prince. The princess gasped and rubbed her eyes. I think I must be dreaming, she murmured. The prince smiled at her. No, you are not dreaming, he said. An evil witch cast a spell on me and turned me into a frog. Only if a golden-haired princess agreed to let me be her friend and companion would the spell be broken. And now, thanks to you, I am free, free to return to my own kingdom. The only thing I need to make my happiness complete is for you to come with me. The princess married the handsome prince the very next day and rode off with him to his faraway kingdom where they lived happily ever after. My name is Rowan. I am listening to Woven Stories on ORFM. That was a great story. And now we've got another song. You ready? This is a good one from Danny Kay. It's I Love You, Fair Dinkum. I think you're so fond of Dinky Doy, I do. I think you doy, I do. I think you doy, I do. I think you're so fond of Dinky Doy, I do. And fond means you're okey dokey too. You're cuddly like a koala bear, and cuter than a baby kangaroo. If ever you need me and I'm not there, like a boomerang, I'll come right back to you. I love you, fair income, dinky doy I do. I dinky doy I do. I dinky doy I do. I love you, fair income, dinky doy I do. Fair income, I'm so much in love with you. Baby kangaroo If ever you need me And I'm not 
up there like a boomerang I'll come right back to you I love you very <laughs> Cuddly like a koala bear or as cute as a baby kangaroo. Oh. I wonder what country that song comes from. I bet you can't guess. Oh, I bet you can't. But I like that he likes bananas. I like bananas. Yeah, but he just sort of comes out of nowhere and goes, bananas, bananas. I like bananas. Well, I liked plain songs and stories for you. So I hope you're having a good time and you're all snuggled in with your family and you're enjoying the weekend. What are you going to do for mum tomorrow? What's your plan? Have you gone and got a present or are you going to make a present? I like, I like doing things on Mother's Day. I think your mum likes that too probably. You know, like you can make her breakfast. You could give her a massage. You could brush her hair. You could go and pick some flowers from the garden. You could draw a flower. You could draw a whole bunch of flowers. You could, you know, it's really fun. As if you make today, if you make little wee flowers or love hearts and draw on them and then put the reasons why you love mum. What does she do for you that you, things that you love about her? You know, like you might like having cuddles and hugs with her or when you're feeling sad, she's the one that helps you. Or it could be that she smiles at you when you need help or she picks you up from school or she takes you to school or she picks you up and takes you to sport or ballet or music or art classes. (laughs) She does all these things for you. I know dads do too, but tomorrow is a very special day just for mum. Oh, and nanas and grandads and, oh, sorry, nanas and grannies and nannies. Yeah, give them a hug. Yeah, yeah, special. You don't have to spend money. You can just go out and do some fun stuff with them. Do you know what I'm going to get for Mother's Day tomorrow? I've already asked for it. I'm getting a Rob Roy's ice cream and a walk and a drive. That's Rob Roy's is our special ice cream shop here in Dunedin. That's our favourite place. <laughs> and I like getting ice cream from there. Okay, are you ready to have a song? I stopped talking, haven't I? Okay, it's Mr. Robarelli. We all know that we love Mr. Robarelli. Now, here is a song that's a bit different, and I haven't heard it, but Ross has, so let's hope it's a goodie. Here is Mr. Horsey with the long face. Here we go. Mr. Sunflower Why so droopy Were you up all night To be so sleepy Don't you know that you can spread your seed Far and wide To the neighbor's fence And the other side Mr. Horsey, why the long face? 
You could win first prize in just about any race Show us how you can run just like the wind With your nostrils flared and your ears pinned Back That was a great song. Well, good picking there, Ross. Good picking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, ready for a story. Now, I've read this one to you before, but we thought it was great for Mother's Day and Family Day. Let's say mothers and family. Well, this is one I wrote quite a long time ago, and it's one of my favourite stories, actually. And I'm going to read it to you now. And this is my story, A Hug in a Jar. What would a hug look like, do you think? Well, in my book... In my stories and my art, a hug is a funny wee creature and he's furry or he or she. She doesn't really have a he or she. It's just an it. And it has long arms because that's what's great about hugs, eh? It's a nice big hug. And it's nice and squishy and you can see its heart. Because it's, you know how some people say you, you wear your heart on your sleeve? Well, my hug, you can see its heart. It's a, a good, beautiful, shiny heart. Okay, you ready? Here's my story, a hug in a jar. In my room I sat alone. Oh, bored I began to moan. Mum shook her head. With lots to do and more to be found, there's no use moaning and lying around. Go outside, it's a sunny day. Go on, go in the garden and play. Outside I went. And it felt like hours. But finally, I found a peculiar thing in the flowers. So strange a thing, I could hardly believe my eyes. But there it was, a stray hug, talking to the butterflies. Quickly, I caught it, and I put it in my jar. I tried taking it inside, but I didn't get far. It twirled, and it whirled, and it wriggled, and it jiggled. It said... You can't keep a hug that's not your own. And told me that's something I should have already known. Sorry, I said. I made a mistake. I didn't know you were not free to take. With shaking hands, I unscrewed the lid. It couldn't be too angry. After all, I was just a kid. The hug looked at me with a frown on its face and said, I think you've got confused in your haste. I'm sorry, I repeated, but I wanted my own hug. I wanted a friend, I said with a shrug. Oh, said the hug with a gasp of surprise. Everyone has their own hugs. Just open your eyes. 
There are more hugs than can ever be used. Your lost hugs can be found if you choose. For you see, if you ask a hug for a hug, then that's where that hug wants to be. There are many hugs to choose from. There's short ones and tall ones and wet, sloppy, kissy ones. There's long ones and furry ones and round, warm, squishy ones. Hugs live with mum and dad and to Nana and Granddad and everyone in between. There are hugs for playtimes and quiet times. Even a hug kept for just whenever you can. So go on, ask for a hug. Ask if it's free. It could be just sitting there with no place to be. And there is always one waiting. You should never worry. There may even be a hug waiting at the end of this story. And there is a hug in a jar from you, from me to you. It's my story by Ellie Simpson. Are you ready for another song? This is perfect to follow up a hug in a jar. This is Anna Van Real Love Bug. for 
and I'm listening to Woven Stories. I was singing the Love Bug song when it was, you were listening to it because I like that song so much. Anna Van Rill's fantastic. And next week, next week we're going to start playing some songs from her new CD. So don't forget, we've got some fantastic, fantastic children's musicians here in New Zealand and you need to be supporting them, mums and dads. Okay, so, so are you ready? We are going to go to another song now. But first, I need to say a couple of birthday shout outs. A very important one last week. I love birthdays. Birthdays are sweet, neat, <laughs> and exciting. On Thursday, no, yes, Thursday last week, sorry, Thursday last week, was our goddaughter's birthday. Heather, happy birthday. Remember, she came down in, from Auckland, because she lives in Auckland, and she was on the radio with us last yeah, year. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but this is, well, her mum was. She sat and listened to us, but um, she is having her birthday well, she had it on Thursday, but as a shout-out from us to her. Yeah, happy birthday, happy Heather. Happy birthday, Heather. Now, do you know what? There was also another birthday on Wednesday, which is very important, and that was Sir Richard Attenborough. Do you know who he is? You see him on TV when he's doing the documentaries all about animals. And, of course, he loves Dunedin, so I hope that you sent him a, a birthday wish. Righty how you ready for your next song? Here is one from Kathy Lee Gifford, and it's Hey, what you doing today? Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin Hey, what you doing today? Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin Why don't you come out and play? We can go walking in the hundred acre wood Anytime with you is a time that's really good Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin to do it today Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Hey, what you doing today Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Why don't you come out and play The skies are blue And the day is sunny We can go looking for a big pot of honey Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Hey, what you doing today A great big old tree If you need to get down Hey Tigger, don't look at me Hey Tigger, Tigger Hey Tigger, Tigger Tigger, what you doing today? Hey Piglet Hey Piglet Piglet, what you doing today? Hey Piglet Hey Piglet Piglet, won't you come out and play? Let's go swimming Or just hang around You're the best friend that I've ever found Hey Piglet you come out everybody come out hey what you doing today <sighs> brilliant brilliant song are you ready for another story this is a great one it's well known but do you listen to your mum all the time 
<laughs> we don't, do we? We don't. Mum says, don't do this, don't do that. And then she has to teach us to don't do it. So here is a story all about it called The Pokey Little Puppy. Once there were five little puppies who dug a hole under the fence and went for a walk in the big, wide world. Through the field they went, along the road, across the bridge, over a patch of green grass and up the hill, one behind the other. When they got to the top of the hill, they stopped and counted themselves. Oh! One. Oh! Oh! Two. Oh! Three. Oh! Oh! Four. Oh! Oh! One little puppy was missing. Now just where has that pokey little puppy got to? They wondered, for they could see he wasn't on top of the hill with them. They looked down one side of the hill, and the only thing they could see was a big black spider going down. Nor was he coming up the other side, because all they could see was a darting green lizard coming up. When they looked down at the patch of green grass near the bottom of the hill, there he was running round and round, sniffing at the ground with his nose. What can he be doing? The four little puppies asked one another. So down they went to see. Head over heels, bumble jumble, helter skelter, till they came to the patch of green grass. Whatever do you think you're up to? The four little puppies asked. I can smell something, said the pokey little puppy. So the four little puppies began to sniff around, and sure enough, they smelled something too. Bread pudding, they said, and home they went as fast as their little legs would take them. Across the bridge, along the road, through the field and under the fence. Sure enough, there was dinner waiting for them and bread pudding to finish with. Their mother was very angry with them. So you're the little puppies who dig holes under fences, she said. Very well then, no bread pudding tonight. And she made them go straight off to bed. That pokey little puppy, he came home after everyone was sound asleep and he ate up all the bread pudding and crawled into bed as happy as could be. By the next morning, the hole had been filled in and a sign had been put up. The sign said, No one allowed to dig holes under this fence. But you're right. The five little puppies took no notice of the sign and dug a hole under the fence again and went for a walk in the big, wide world. Through the field they went, along the road, across the bridge, over a patch of green grass and up the hill, one behind the other. When they got to the top of the hill, they stopped and counted themselves. Oh! Oh! One. Oh! Two. Oh! Oh! Three. Four. Oh dear, one little puppy was missing. Now just where has that pokey little puppy got to? They wondered, for they could see he wasn't on top of the hill with them. They looked down one side of the hill, and the only thing they could see was a fuzzy caterpillar going down. Nor was he coming up the other side, because all they could see was a slippery green grass snake coming up. When they looked down at the patch of green grass near the bottom of the hill, there he was, that pokey little puppy sitting as still as a statue, with his head on one side and his ears sticking straight up. What can he be doing? The four little puppies asked one another. So down they went to see, head over heels, bumble jumble, helter skelter, till they came to the patch of green grass. What? 
whatever do you think you're up to? The four little puppies asked. I can hear something, said the pokey little puppy. So the four little puppies listened, and sure enough, they could hear something too. Orange custard! They cried. Someone is pouring it into our bowls. And home they went as fast as their little legs would take them, across the bridge, along the road, through the field, and under the fence. When they got home, there was dinner waiting for them, and orange custard to finish with. Their mother was very angry with them. So you're the little puppies who will dig holes under fences, she said. Very well then, no orange custard tonight. And she made them go straight off to bed. That pokey little puppy, he came home after everyone else was sound asleep, and he ate up all the orange custard and crawled into bed as happy as could be. By the next morning, the hole had been filled in, and another sign had been put up. This sign said, "No one at all allowed to dig holes under this fence." But you're right. The five little puppies took no notice of the sign and dug a hole under the fence and went for a walk in the big wide world. Through the field they went, along the road, across the bridge, over a patch of green grass, and up the hill, one behind the other. When they got to the top of the hill, they stopped and counted themselves. Oh, one. Oh, oh. Two. Oh, three. Oh, oh. Four. Oh no! One little puppy was missing again. Now, just where has that pokey little puppy got to? They wondered, for they could see he wasn't on top of the hill with them. They looked down one side of the hill, and the only thing they could see was a big grasshopper hopping down. Nor was he coming up the other side, because all they could see was a round, fat frog coming up. When they looked down at the patch of green grass near the bottom of the hill, there he was. Looking very hard at something on the grass in front of him, what can he be doing? The four little puppies asked one another. So down they went, head over heels, bumble jumble, helter skelter, till they came to the patch of green grass. Whatever do you think you're up to? The four little puppies asked. I can see something, said the pokey little puppy. So the four little puppies looked. And sure enough, they could see something too—a juicy red strawberry growing in the grass. Strawberry pie! They cried. And home they went as fast as their legs would carry them, across the bridge, along the road, through the field, and under the fence. Sure enough, there was dinner waiting for them, and strawberry pie to finish with. But their mother said, "All right." I know you're the little puppies who dug that hole under the fence again. Well, because you were naughty, there'll be no strawberry pie for dinner tonight. And she sent them straight off to bed. This time, the four little puppies waited until they thought she was asleep. Then quietly they crawled out and filled up the hole. When they had finished, they turned round and there was their mother right behind them. Oh, you are good little puppies," she said. Now you can have some strawberry pie. When the pokey little puppy got home, he had to find another hole through the fence.
And there he saw his four brothers and sisters eating the last of the strawberry pie from their bowls. Goodness gracious, said his mother. What a shame you're so pokey. The strawberry pie's all finished. That poor little pokey puppy had to go off to bed without a single crumb of pie, and he really felt very sorry for himself. The next morning, a new sign had been put up over the fence, and this one said, No puddings for any puppies who ever dig holes under this fence again. And do you know, those five little puppies never dug holes under the fence again. My name is Hannah, I'm listening to Woven Stories. Oh, those five little puppies learnt their lesson and their mum was really lovely and gave them the strawberry shortcake pudding that they might not have got at all, eh? But they did, they did. They learnt not to dig under the fence. All right, you ready for a story? Now, I've read this one before as well. This is one of my ones, but sometimes on Mother's Day we can't all be together. So sometimes mummy's away working and you can't be with her on Mother's Day or she's got to go out to work and you'll only see her at dinner time. Or uh, nanas and, and nannies and grandmas are all in different places. So this is the story I wrote about not being together, but all the ways. All the ways I can get to you. All the ways. Sometimes Nana can't live near you. Or sometimes, or see you as much as or she'd like to. Coming to see you dance or playing your new flute. Giving you chocolate. Ah, whoops. I mean, uh, making you eat fruit. Or if you have got a cold, giving you soup and kisses. Telling you stories is also what Nana misses. But if you really need that special, extraordinary, one-of-a-kind Nana hug, that's anything but ordinary. Stop all this talking. There's nothing left to do. Nana will just have to find a way of getting to you. She could ride a bike or paddle a canoe. She could soar on a kite. Oh, anything to get to you. She could fly on an airplane. That wouldn't be hard to do. Maybe catch a fast train. Anything to get to you. She could hop on a pogo stick. Once she has had it fixed with some glue... It's a bit bumpy, but quick. Anything to get to you. She could jump on a bus with a driver named Hugh. Wouldn't make too much fuss. Anything to get to you. She could hitch a ride on a crane and become one of the crew. It's hard work, but she wouldn't complain. Anything to get to you. She could ride on a motorbike, but how to drive it she hasn't a clue. Or maybe it's safer just on a trike. Anything to get to you. She could put on her togs and swim all the way. Hopefully the sharks don't take a chew. (sighs) Swimming through night and day. Anything to get to you. She could join acrobats swinging high in the sky. Your nan is very talented. Who knew? Uh, But without a safety net, I think not. Oh my, anything to get to you. She could ride on a big furry camel. That she was kindly lent from the zoo. Unfortunately, he didn't come with a manual. 
and it's awfully tricky trying to get to you. A cow wouldn't be as bad. It's easier to handle. Moo. There's even room for Grandad. Anything to get to you. But at the end of the day, if none of this will get Nana to you, there is still another thing left we can do. It's always there, this special thing. And you can hear its special ring. Yeah, that's right. Any time, day or night. You're never without Nana or alone. Even if we're not together, we still have the telephone. Now that's my story, All the Ways, by Ali Simpson. And I dedicate that today to all of the children that can't be with mum today and all of the nanas and nannies and grandmas that can't be with their grandchildren because let's face it, we can all Skype and talk on the telephone. Okay, are you ready? Here's another song that I think is perfect for today and it's also won at the Children's Awards and it's from Susie Cato and Kath B and it's Sprinkle a Little Sunshine. If you're starting to think that the clouds are here to stay If you're starting to think that they'll never go away If you're starting to think that the sky is always grey Well hold on If you're starting to think that the rain will never stop If you're starting to think it gets worse with every drop If you're starting to think it's the same thing every day Well hold on Hey, hey, hey Sprinkle a little sunshine You're lost in the Milky Way Well, hold on If you're starting to think That you're running out of puff If you're starting to think That you've really had enough Take a deep breath Shake it off Join in and say
have a wonderful weekend, guys. And don't forget to spoil mum as much as you can tomorrow. And that doesn't mean money. That just means hugs, flowers, you know, massages, breakfast in bed, helping her do the housework, helping her do her office stuff. You never know. Um... Because let's face it, it's just nice to be together, isn't it? Okay, that was our show this week for Mother's Day. Mother's Day show. We okay. had stories and music. Don't forget, you can go back and listen to all of our other shows by just going and listening to the podcasts. And if you go to our webpage, which is www.allysimpsonstories.com, you can find all of our competitions and our free giveaways are all there. Okay, thank you for joining us. Are you ready for the last song? See you guys. Bye. It's called The Choo Choo Train. Chew it up, chew it up, swallow. Chew it up, chew it up, chew it up, swallow. Chew it up, chew it up, chew it up, swallow. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.